1: Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Randy M, thank you so much for hopping on tonight. Hope you guys are doing well. Let's get this show started, why don't we?
0: From the champion. Uh-oh!
1: Good evening, wrestling fans. How are you all doing tonight? I am joined by Randy Z from backsportspage.com and M the heel god from Level One Games, Pompton Plains, New Jersey.
0: Good evening, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Mr. Wayne,
1: Mr. Mr. M. W- Mr. Randolph.
0: <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> nice glasses, by the way. Uh, yeah, apparently, well, thank
1: you. Apparently part- I rock. I figure I rock the uh, the Ray Bands tonight.
0: Apparently, it's part of your gimmick. Mm, impo- important part of the gimmick, too. Yeah, we we like it, Mister Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
1: cannot wait to touch on that, but I I'll wait a little bit.
0: Oh, uh, he, uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. He, he messaged me earlier today. He's like, we got to talk about that segment later. We will on. get there. We, we're we're going to get there. But he's like, we got to talk about that. Like, all right. Let's, let's start, start us do. up, Wayne. To so those Wayne. of you that are watching, thank
1: you so much uh, for your support. I wanted to thank you guys first instead of waiting till the end of the show. We got followers from London, Ireland, Germany, Bangladesh, Pakistan, and much much more, including <laughs> our the own country. And the Bronx. <laughs> uh, Damn, he took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Shout out to <clears throat> Ireland, though. We got a lot of representation from there. I, I don't know any one of you, but I want to thank you guys for listening to our podcast each and every week. And if you guys like what you listen to, please give us a subscribe so we got some tough stuff to talk about a pretty decent uh week that we had in aew wrestling um we have a even busier weekend coming up with WWE extreme rules the horror show I figure I'd throw in a plug for you hey, M hey just to get a reaction you <laughs> you, are, you, you mispronounced horrible <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: You you remember this is an AEW show. This
1: <laughs> <laughs> this, this is You're an not tying a- to the WWE product here. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some stuff to talk about. We had a, we had a t- TNT title match. We had the appearance of Nyla Rose's new manager. So we had some great tag team action. A teaser of a heel turn, not quite a heel turn, but a, definitely a teaser. And we had an AEW championship match. Pretty good week. I, I cannot complain one bit. There were a couple people that were missing off of this show that I would love to have seen, but we got them on um, last week's show uh, and we, and the week prior to that. But um, we're going to jump right into it, guys. How about we? Yeah, sounds good to me. Started ding, ding, off the night of... Yeah, right? I could use a rainbow right now. Gotta, I got to get that added to the show. But uh, starting off the night of AEW Fight for the Falling. We had the TNT title match. Cody Rhodes versus Sonny Kiss. Pretty good match. We obviously knew who was going to win that. Cody with the win hitting the crossroads and showing mutual respect to Sonny Kiss after that match. Sonny Kiss had that uh, huge presentation of an entrance with the cheerleaders behind him. Which, which I enjoyed the cheerleaders. JR <laughs> messing up on commentary calling Sonny Kiss a her. Um. I love you, JR, but uh, it's a dude. We caught that. We caught that. Listen, I understand where JR is coming from. We won't go there right now. But what did you guys think of this uh, first match to open up fight for the Fallen?
0: Well, I'll tell you, like Em said, the cheerleaders were a very nice touch, and I think that might be the most work that those cheerleaders are going to get this year since the football season might be be going away. Yeah, yeah. that's saying it kindly. Uh, Well, we have to keep it kind. Yeah, we, we're gonna keep it kind, and uh, this is a coin show, especially me since I already got two strikes against me. So, with that yeah. on being, especially with that being said, look, here's my only issue with this. You know, and I feel like I should put this on when it comes to talking about Cody Rhodes and the TNT Championship on uh, what the point they're trying to do is. Cody's one of the best workers they have. Uh, besides being a top guy, he's also one of the best. Seems that being seems to get good matches out of a lot of unknown, not un, unknown, untapped talent that they have. Sonny Kiss has not made a lot of appearances on uh, Dynamite up until this point. He's not been on a, a consistent amount of shows, and he's getting the opportunity to be there with one of the top guys in AW. Um, they teased it pretty well with Aaron being upset with Cody. Uh, they show Tully in the audience. They're doing all these different little things. The match was solid. I told M that when we were watching together, because M and I watched a show last night together, that for me this this match just felt a little off. Maybe there was some timing issues. I don't know what it was. I wasn't loving it. It was still fun. It was still a good match, but there was just something missing there for me. Maybe it was the suspense of knowing that there was really could have been a title change. Sonny Kiss did a nice job teasing Aaron, not being happy with Cody, and obviously there's little drops of all these different things that they might do overall it was okay for what it was great opening match but it didn't really do anything for me
1: see the the way i saw it was um, in the very beginning of the match it was a huge opportunity for for sunny kiss so it looked like his nerves got the better of him in the very beginning but uh it was smooth sailing after maybe two or three minutes into the match It, it was competitive but uh, honestly, we all knew the outcome of this. Now, what, what was really important to see was the dissension between Arn and and Cody. And this is what I was hinting at. Uh, Well, I didn't really hint. I, I kind of pretty much said it last week, uh, where I, even though I don't like Arn being there, there's got to be a reason. And uh, now I'm thinking maybe he turns on Cody eventually. Cody turns on him. I'm not really sure how they're going to play this, but. Something has to be at play here because Arne just doesn't fit. I, I don't buy the whole, you know, I'm your coach and uh, get your head in the game. And there's something there. Uh, I'm having a little trouble figuring out which way it is, it's going to go. But with all the hints with the uh, with FTR and everybody and the four horsemen, I think that's the way they're going to lean. And I don't think part uh, Cody's going to be a part of that. He, he's with the Nightmare family. Uh, so maybe we'll see some, um, some rivalries between those two uh, factions family.
0: And uh, I, uh, I got to ask you a question though, with that too, is you said Cody's part of the nightmare family. It seems like Cody's not really a member of the elite anymore. Or I mean, if-
1: he really shouldn't be considered a part of the elite anymore. I mean, to be honest, when, when elite was bullet club, I mean, they brought him in pretty late. Uh, and I don't know. He just never seemed to fit in with Bullet Club. So he, he was part of the Elite. And uh, now he has his own thing. And uh, I think – I, I I don't know. I'm talking for myself here. But I, I see him more as a nightmare family than I do the Elite. So every time they're together, it seems odd to me. It seems out of place. So it's like, Cody's the Elite. And it's like, is he really – It's like it doesn't feel that way to me, and it hasn't felt that way in a while. Maybe since the beginning. I mean, he's always gone his own way in in AEW. So I I just don't buy it. I don't think he's part of the elite, and I definitely don't think he's going to be part of the Four Horsemen if that's revived.
0: And then the only other thing with what just piggybacking off what you said there is having Tully sitting in the audience. Obviously, they're teasing something because this is the most animated we've seen Arn so far. Uh, as far as being you know screaming yelling and uh, you saw afterwards he made a statement saying he, he wasn't you know, happy he wasn't happy and he says this might as well have been a loss even though we won type of mentality like i i, I hope i like, hope you're right i hope you're 100 percent right because
1: he's just trying I'm, to pump
0: him up well no no <laughs> yeah thanks coach uh like I, I think you know we have to like look at it also too unlike wwe aw will drop hints on where they're going with things compared to like what WWE would always try and throw the biggest swerve in there. Like I said this to Wayne right before we started. You remember the tag team tour, the tag team championship tournament, when SCU was coming to the ring, the Lucha brothers came out and attacked Christopher Daniels, and they ended up fighting SCU in the finals of the championship. So, like you said, and they they know where they're going, they know where it's leading. So they already have a path. There's no going to be any swerves. So I think right now, me, I'm just more paying attention to the hints. And, but seeing that,
1: that's one of the things I've noticed is that they don't do swerves well in AEW. I mean, we're, we're kind of spoon-fed these, these breadcrumbs, and uh, we kind of all see where it's going. I mean, we can sit here and go, all right, the good guy's going to win and the bad guy's going to win. But overall, we kind of all see where this story is headed. Next up, we have the Lucha Bros versus the FTR. Let me tell you something. AEW Tag Team Wrestling. They they hit it out of the park every single week. FTR with the win. Dax takes the mask off of Ray Phoenix. Phoenix distracted and Dax gets the roll-up pinfall for the FTR. But meanwhile, we have a little something going on that we need to talk about. The young buck super kick butchering the blade from behind. And um, they get the keys, give them they come to the ring, give them the FTR, and out comes Omega with the peace offering for beers for FTR. But FTR dumps those beers on Omega's head in response to the last time Omega dumped out the beer given by FTR. So this was a little bit of a retaliation from F- FTR, but a little bit more of a drastic way by dumping beer over the head. Uh, we see Omega get a little pissed at that, and we see a little scuffle. We'll talk more about Omega later on, but what did you guys think of this uh, segment? What did you guys think of the match? I think we had a great match here.
0: I thought the match the match was fun. I thought the placement of where the match was was a little, was a little weird to see that big of a match be second. I would have
1: wanted that to be first, probably.
0: Um, I think you could have gone first or you could have put that probably like right at the 9 o'clock hour. But it, so therefore, you have that big match feel right there. Um, you know what? I, I had a real, real problem with the match. I thought the ending was clever. I think it took a little while for the teams to mesh. But once they got going a little bit, it was it was a fun match. The ending, obviously, you know where they're trying to go. They, you know, Kenny Omega... Had a, Kenny Omega had a rough night. Let's just put it that way. But uh, I had no problem with the uh, the Bucks and the, and the Butcher and the Blade getting involved. I don't like the Butcher and the Blade looking like they are uh, should be painting houses with that way the way, the way they're dressed in all in white. And uh, you know, I just I don't know. It was it was fine for what it was, but I, I felt it could have been a little bit more.
1: I don't know. The butcher and the blade kind of remind me of like uh, I don't know if you guys know this like Santeros, like they only they only wear white. So it's I'm, like, not, I'm not a fan of the white. Yeah, it, it's kind of weird seeing them. I feel like they're gonna sacrifice a goat at any moment. I, I like I the know. guys though. You like what? I, I like those guys. Good character, yeah, exactly. Which is weird. Why they went the whole white getup?
0: Would so. you Would you prefer they're still wearing dominatrix outfits, wearing around the leather all the time?
1: I mean, that's what they introduced <laughs> us to, so seeing them change drastically, you go from uh, black leather to, to all white, I'm, I'm not really buying it, I don't know. So, like I no, said. No bunny. And, and that's another thing that's missing, but, but I digress. But the match was good, man. I mean, uh, the match was, uh, it took them a couple of minutes. to There were a couple of timing miscues, and... Um, that kind of distracted in the beginning, but eventually they got into the groove and had a great match. Uh, Let me tell you, FTR has already been featured so much better than what WWE did. Oh, of course. This is like night and day, the way FTR is being featured, the way they, the way they've looked, the way they've been presented. uh, They've been featured uh, better right now in the last four weeks than WWE main roster featured them the whole entire two years. Yeah, I, I totally
0: agree. But that's also not saying much because, remember, Vince doesn't like wrestlers. He likes entertainers, and that's the one thing that you have to be able to do. It's one thing for you to be a great wrestler and being able to talk on the microphone, but if you don't have that little gimmick for you to dance around and or to have a little catchphrase or be able to sell the merchandise the way they want you to sell it, then they're not going to push you. And, and the Revival, when they were there, where they just were not – being utilized in a way that they want to be utilized they were utilized in nxt in a way where they're presented as wrestlers and they produced unbelievable matches at a given time
1: yeah Yeah. as soon as they got out of that mechanic gimmick you guys remember they were the mechanics in nxt i don't remember them being mechanics i remember they they had 2014 2015 I remember they had great matches. I don't yeah. remember the m- mechanic part. They were, de- they were
0: definitely the mechanics. Them, them and American Alpha, baby.
1: Re- re- really, really great match. Really, before uh, NXT really started taking off in fifteen and sixteen, they were the mechanics for a while. You know what I found interesting though about this match is how it, it it ended. He he took his. That belt, was fantastic. Yeah, he did. his match uh, mask off and rolled him up. And uh, the, the commentators made sure that you knew, like, that was a big no-no in Mexico and AAA and CMLL. Like, you don't take a luchador's mask off. That's actually disqualification over there. They kept mentioning that. So it's like a little bit of an un- underhanded way to win. So I thought that was really interesting. It was, was kind of heel-like. Yeah, yeah. slightly, I, I, I would say a shade of gray so far because we don't know if there are heels or face. Well, have done a lot of heel uh, things yet yeah, besides like pouring uh beer on Omega's head but I mean he kind of deserved it so I mean was that really a heel uh thing I mean if if I give you a beer listen I'm poor so if I give you a beer I paid for that beer and you better you best not waste that beer so if you pour it out I'm gonna beat that ass so I think Omega needs an ass beating for it so or maybe he was pouring it out for his homies I'm not really sure
0: Oop. I, I don't know where to go. I don't know how to follow up on that one. But but, but the only thing I was going to say was, uh, you know, at the end of the day with FTR, I think M said it best. They haven't been presented as a as a heel or a baby face as of yet. But at the same time,
1: they're, they're wrestling as a face. Yeah, sure. the, that, That's evident right now. Mm-hmm. Their face. So, so further notice. Well, I, I can't agree with that. No, I, mean, I
0: don't agree with that I, either. I, I wouldn't they're...
1: say their face. I, I'd go with the whole shade of gray thing, the whole Steve Austin. I'm not a good guy, but I'm not bad guy either. Uh, Until we see a definite heel turn, I, I can't sit there and, and, and say he, they're one of us.
0: No, they're, pre- they're presented in the middle. What do you mean one of us? Heel God, baby. <laughs> The way they've been presented is they've been, pre- been presented as they've switched sides already, whether they've been heel or babyface, because they're working some different types of teams. Look, at the end of the day, they're, they're a really good tag team. Yeah, oh, they're tag, great. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're really good tag team. So I don't care if they're heels or they're baby faces. No matter what, when you're in there, they're going to work a great match regardless.
1: Exactly. I mean, I care a little bit. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, For those of you that are watching, feel free to leave comments and interact with us. Uh, We would uh, love to have you guys involved in our show as we are recording live uh, to give you a shout out. Uh, But moving on, we had uh, Chris Jericho in this segment. And um, he he comes out. He acknowledges to the crowd that his match with Orange Cassidy. Uh, was uh, one of his best matches. He to- "Oh, this is great." He talks about the ratings war. Uh, that's a little, little, little uh, thing we could probably talk about. He talks about the ratings war, how he won the demographics rating. So, as it's been reported earlier this morning, uh, that AEW won the ratings war amongst eighteen to forty-nine year olds by twice the amount of viewers. And he now calls himself the demo god because he won the 18-49 demographics. Jericho talks about everyone wanting a rematch, but says to Orange, if you want a rematch, he says to everybody, if you want to to see a rematch, you aren't going to get it. Calls Orange Cassidy lazy sloth at this point. Orange Cassidy showed his face in the arena. Says he has a bad attitude. Come on. This guy doesn't even say a word to anybody. (laughs) That's just a funny part of it all. Cassidy gave the thumbs up. That quickly turned into the thumbs down and all that orange juice and those oranges poured down from the top of the arena on top of the inner circle, mostly Chris Jericho getting the full brunt of that. So convenient positioned perfectly in the ring. To take that endowment of orange juice. What did you guys think of this segment? I absolutely loved it. I think I'm I'm supposed to start this one. Yeah, I'm letting
0: him start this one.
1: (laughs) It's it's funny because Randy looked at me immediately. He's like, "What do you think?" And I said, "I don't know. I got to think about this one." And I did. I spent the whole night thinking about it. And keep you awake. It, it did, Well, the pain in my shoulder kept me awake. But since <laughs> I was awake anyway, I had time to think. And you know what? I come away with this segment as I was very disappointed. This was more WWE than AEW so yes. much. And uh, the fact, one thing I loved about AEW, and I still do, is that they, they don't really acknowledge being in competition until yesterday. And that was a weird way to start off a, a segment to talk about uh, ratings and demos, and I loved the, the fact that it, that it was just to get him to the point. Uh, yeah, I just it. A build up for him to call himself the demo god, which I liked. I liked the demo god, hence the, the heel god. But overall, it just had that very hokey WWE feel, and I was last night. It bothered me, but I couldn't find the words to uh, express that. And the more I thought about it, it's like the, the one let of let it all out, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. This is going to be unpopular, but one of the things that that people like about Orange Cassidy is that he we barely get it right. It keeps him special. But now we're going into WWE territory where it's like, okay, well, if he's popular, let us put him on all the time. Which is, I don't want to see him every week, honestly. That The the fact that we saw him every week or, uh, I mean, every couple of weeks, and he did a little bit, that kept us interested. I think uh, the moment you have Orange Cassidy uh, pouring orange juice on the inner circle, you overexposed him. Uh, By the way, for you fans that are watching, that dumping of the orange juice is going to happen in about one minute behind me. Exactly. And I'm watching this, and one of the things that made Orange Cassidy is that He's a sloth, right? He's a sloth, and he barely does anything. Then how in the hell did he put all of this together? How did he get orange juice above the ring? He climbed up the ring. But this is my point. A sloth doesn't do that. He only, he only reacts and acts when he absolutely needs to, right? So how am I supposed to suspend belief and stay in the character? If now he has goddamn orange juice over the ring, and now all he has to do is give the thumbs down and Orange Juice falls. I'm sorry, it was it was too what much. you didn't see was the best friends were hanging out up there. and oh, they is that what it was? And then they released it on uh, Orange Cassidy's queue. That, that's stretching it because Orange doesn't plan. That's the whole gimmick. I mean, right. his whole gimmick is that he's just like, mm. So where did Orange?
2: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: That, that people loved. And I, I thought it really overexposed them because I, I spoke to multiple people and they just did not like it that much. And, and these are people that love Orange Cassidy. And I myself am very, very impressed by Orange Cassidy. I always say it. Hands in the pocket. Ah. But this wasn't that, man. This 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 was. Uh, th- one of the only times I will say that Jericho missed on this show, and this was the segment that that it really took me out, it, and it made me think: Is this Monday? Because this was a very Monday type thing to it, do. It was. It did. It did kind of remind me of um, you know a couple uh, gimmicks trying to pass in WWE with the, and, blood, and the one- blood, the blood, yeah. the. Uh, And then you had, uh, oh, the Spirit Squad with the uh, uh, Shawn Michaels, Triple H uh, with the crap uh, above the stage. Yeah, and and it reminded me of that. Which is, uh, listen, it's wrestling. We're we're gonna see the angles recycled. I get that, but this was the wrong person to recycle it with. I mean, they've beat him with oranges, but when does he beat other people with oranges? When does he pour juice on them? And this, it just. It made no sense. Albert Soto says, don't get juice on the ratings. (laughs) (laughs) He also says he has two best friends. I I, I feel like Albert's right with me. You know, his two two friends uh, helped him out, rigged the whole thing and dumped it all out. And Albert watches this. Um, On Being the Elite, they are always asked to come up with a, 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 a skit. So if you can't come up with a skit, how in the hell are you going to come up with, hey, get the guys in the ring and get them to talk and then dump orange juice on for them? For those of I, you that are watching right now, it is about to happen right as we're talking about that in right about now. He is about to get it. So for those of you watching on YouTube, those of you that are listening, you should subscribe so you can watch what's going on as we're talking about it. The only thing I really enjoyed it, uh, plug. was – uh was Ort- sent, uh, ortiz on the floor because he can't swim freaking out you but, know i like how we sold that he's honestly slipping, he can't get up that
0: was that was that was vince-esque beer bash you remember yeah. that yeah remember that's, Vince, that's what it
1: was yeah oh we can't forget we also saw uh the milkmenia back uh back in uh I think, yeah like, it was 2001 but the point was that this has been done a little too much and then yeah. if you're gonna do it do it with someone else. Don't do it with Orange Cassidy. It's it. You know. You know. You're right. I mean, it's not a typical AEW booking. And last thing I wanted to say was, I honestly don't want to see a rematch uh, as fast as they're about to give it to us. If if we're gonna see a rematch within weeks, that's one of the things I enjoy about AEW is the fact that everything seems fresh. Everything feels fresh. All the matchups. I, 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 somebody loses, they go down the ranks. Why am I seeing a rematch all of a sudden? Well, listen, uh, we do have a pay per view that they have to build towards, uh, but that still leaves us about uh, six weeks away. I want to say. Um wow. I don't know if they'll wow, wait really? six <laughs> weeks to do that match. If they if they're gonna hold the sustainer program that long, I, I couldn't tell you. You I'm know, do that, but they, that is I, the next pay per view. You know how hot I am for this product, and that really, really no me off. Well, I well, mean, listen, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. I
0: listen, I'm gonna But I
1: get it. It was WWE like. I'm
0: Sorry. gonna throw my I'm gonna throw my two cents in here with this. And Em and I have talked about this in the past. Um, again, Jericho has a lot of experience with WWE and very input about what he does on AEW television, and Jericho's stuff sometimes either drags or sometimes he even misses. Sometimes he's dead on, and it's amazing, and there's other times where you just sort of just like, well, all right, that seems to go on a little too long, like when Ambrose, well, not Ambrose, Moxley was getting ready to join the inner circle. I did it the second time I did that. Moxley, I always yell it. <laughs> Moxley remember Moxley, the being in the inner circle, and we're like, all right, well, you we just joined the inner circle. We still have five minutes left. We're like, this is this is dragging. Yeah. Jericho Jericho's stuff seems to drag, and sometimes it just doesn't hit, and this was definitely something that didn't hit, and Em and I both were talking about it. I'm like, that felt way too WWE ish, and that felt way too cartoonish. And then at the end, for him to get a towel and to have Orange Cassidy's face on it, I was like, oh, like really? Like this is just that I was mean, you, did,
1: you did pop for it though. I
0: popped for because I thought like this is <laughs> I license. I, 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 pop. I, I popped for because I was like, I can't believe I'm watching this on AEW. <laughs> and I you're like, and, and you're looking for it. I'm looking at it going. Because I'm a fan of Cassie, but then after really looking at it again and thinking about it and then seeing the clip like a hundred times, I'm like, this is everything that we're against right now. Yeah, exactly. You listen then my initial My initial feeling was like, this is hysterical. Then I'm like, no, it isn't. This is actually pretty sad. (laughs) Listen,
1: in in the midst
0: of you thinking that Jericho missed
1: on this, he delivered a good promo. He was still funny. He was still entertaining. His uh, he was putting over his seven thousand dollar jacket, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, but definitely it's a thousand dollars. But it, it was the content of what he started with too. It's the fact that okay, you guys are the alternative. You shouldn't even sit there and talk. Hey, exactly. we beat them in demographic, and to come out and say that is like it. It looks like you're being defensive. Look, we lost in the ratings. They only lost what three weeks in a row, but they've won. Most mm-hmm. weeks, the majority of the weeks, they won the ratings. They, so why uh, do right I, the ratings? These <laughs> networks only care about the 18 to 49 demo. Which is right? great. Right now. And, Tony, and, Tony, now. and Tony had said that in an interview. So why put it on TV? Why, do you, why did that need to be reiterated with Jericho saying it? It
0: didn't. It.
1: It, it was a segue into saying that he was demo god. But the, even <laughs> that, I would, I would sacrifice because it was just in poor taste it, it it made them look petty and normally it's WWE that looks petty because they're the ones counter programming AEW so why stoop to that level
0: and they should never have stooped to that level for the simple fact of uh, like I like we talked about last week NXT finished somewhere even though they won the rating war the overall the overall number <laughs> AEW finished 7th last week and and NXT finished 21st
1: Exactly. Okay. So there was doing to come out and, and 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 champion. You know, you got what was important. It, it, why did that have to become a thing? And, and it was very disturbing to see that that turn. And and I kept looking at my like the screen. I'm like, am I watching this? It's like it sounds like an excuse. Don't don't give us excuses, man. You guys are great. Don't go that route, man.
0: And not only that, but if you remember back in the Attitude Era. WCW would be gloating every single week about how great they were over the WWE, and Vince didn't even acknowledge them on TV. Just and that's great...
1: how we. I mean, the guy in the back should not acknowledge when 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 uh, things are either going well or or bad. All right, it's the smaller promotion. You want to sit there and say you're the alternative? Then <laughs> well, they- that's not true. They they started they started acknowledging them uh, literally, maybe in a, in a more subtle way with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Uh, doing this. Uh, no, 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 uh, no, Triple H, Billy Gunn, Road Dog, and uh, X Pac in China, uh, you know, going up to the WCW arena. Um, you've had them, uh, you know, making uh, posters. Uh, so a, a lot of that mostly came from the DX stuff. Yeah, um, but the they, were, they, were, they were definitely WCW reference, but more subtle for sure. Yeah, I would rather it be subtle, but this was pretty blatant. Hey, listen, we won the... the, the are you going to do it on Twitter? That's one thing, man, because Twitter is mixed with uh, kayfabe and reality. I, I get it. it. It breaks the fourth wall. But to do it on the main show and say, hey, listen, we may have lost the, the ratings, but... We got the demo. It it really felt like a stretch. It's like and and what sucks is that he's right. All right, but to come out and say it, it felt weird. And I'm a huge, huge AEW fan. And I'm a huge, huge Jericho fan. And that really turned me off yesterday. And, but you got you got to admit though, you love the ratings war though. Oh, I love the ratings war. Just don't come out and say, hey, we won the like not on the show, man. Don't do it on this show. What's wrong with you? It's like uh, the, the kayfabe, man. And WWE is clearly acknowledging AEW. Oh, my I mean, God. I, the, oh, Otherwise, that. it would have not been a Great American Bash. Which and the, this is my point. It, it, did not live up, it was good shows, but it did not live up to a pay-per-view uh, caliber. But that's my opinion. No, I, I share that opinion, too. I mean, you had Great American Bash, and I, I looked at the reviews, and you had a lot of C- Matches, it's a lot of peaks and valleys, yeah. Good moments have their peaks and valleys. Wasn't a pay per view quality match, but then again, the, their pay per views kind of suck anyway. So, even if uh they had a pay per view quality uh show, that's usually how their pay per views play out anyway. Have you watched a pay per view lately from WWE? Because I stopped because it was exactly like that. It was always a peak and valley, peaks and valleys. You had and you had more values than Peaks, in all honesty.
0: the pay-per-views not-
1: are generally haven't been bad. Their uh, their su- uh, worst content right now is on Friday nights, for sure. I mean, well, listen, when you have four uh, mid-card-level divas at best getting out there, singing karaoke, and then building a the feud off of that, it's just ridiculous. It's a, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> what <I'm> talking about? <laughs> It's like <laughs> and the thing is like I don't look at it. As, but that was only halfway through the show. Yeah, he was like this here, catch. No, it, I don't look at it as raw being separate from SmackDown. Yeah. It's still the same company, and it's still it, it bleeds over. I see it there, I see it everywhere, I see it on the pay-per-views. I can't I can't do it, man. This is one of the reasons why I stopped watching it and I watched the alternative. I don't want to see the same stuff on the alternative, and this was very hokey.
0: By the way. When, when you polish a turd, at the end of the day, it's still a turd. So. <laughs> so, turd, it. Smell. It,
1: it, it smelled like it. This yeah, one look, was
0: this. And, and look, and at the end of the day, too, you AEW know, is not going to hit a home run in every segment, but this was far from it. And like Em said, and I, I until Em just said it now, I really didn't take it the way he put it, but he's 100% right. The, the Orange Cassidy character has always been Like that that guy where he just doesn't care. Like if you remember watching the double or nothing, then when he was coming out to the ring, he came over to the announce table. He's like, how do you win this match again? You have to get
1: the letter. Now I'm supposed to believe that he put all this together. It's like, come on, man. Uh, Now you're overexposing the character. All right. You're starting to make him do things that the character normally wouldn't do. I get they're trying to keep it fresh, maybe, and that was a, a stretch, but I, I think it was... A, a. With
2: Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with
2: cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
1: All right, and and but that's an important part of what I'm saying. This is strike one with this character. Let's let's not strike out two more times. Yeah. Let <laughs> me ask you, how, how about Jericho? Segue into the commentary. What would you give his commentary tonight? Oh, his commentary is great, man. I, like I can't. Like I was mad at him for like a, a couple of seconds that the, the, the it went down that way, and then I f- totally forgot about it like two, two minutes later because I'm listening to him and I'm a huge Jericho fan. That dude can really talk.
0: Yeah, and, he, he has a career from when his wrestling days are over. Oh, he wants to be, he, he's, he's great. And he also, you know, cheap plug, you can listen to the interview that I did with the guy from the dark side of the ring, but he was the narrator for dark side of the ring and he did a tremendous job. Jericho is an unbelievable speaker and he's great on dynamite. And I think at some point, too, him, Jim Ross, and Tony will probably be better than Excalibur. Just throwing that out hey, there. Too. Hey, hey.
1: <laughs> Leave Excalibur alone. If I don't hear the no. oh,
0: yeah.
1: I, I oh I enjoy Excalibur. Um, <laughs> I like- Jr needs to go. I, I wouldn't think uh, uh, I, I, Tony Schiavone has to be there every week. Yeah. I want Tony there. Yeah. Um Jim Ross is okay, <laughs> but not as the lead commenter. That that gotta be Tony's job for sure. Yeah. Tony needs to be lead. I will agree Chris, with. That. Chris Jericho is just amazing, yeah. though. If you but want he's to a commentator, he's like Bobby Heenan. Sure. Heenan.
0: I need. I need. Uh, I like Tony in this role where he is throwing in like sarcastic wit and like, all right, and the stuff with Britt Baker handing <laughs> him notes <laughs> and the, the that he played too much of a straight man in WCW where he didn't really. You know he didn't really tow that company. You know, he was towing the company line too much in WCW. Where he he had no AW. personality. Yeah, now he's got a personality. And yeah, he fire he fires back at Jr. He fires back at Excalibur. I,
1: I have a I have a funny story with Tony Schiavone. I have a very I'll, I'll, it has to be shared off camera. Okay, uh, can I cannot be I shared on old. air. I look forward to it because it, it it was like the old it was like the old Wayne the new Wayne would would never done what he would have done but I had Tony Shavani laughing very down to earth guy he likes to laugh and have a good time well, where's this the old Wayne I want to make Hugh Wayne. The, the, real, uh, the real, the real, the <laughs> Wayne. Well,
0: the real the old Wayne. Please stand up. Please stand
1: up. <laughs> He's wearing a mask. It's like actually, Randy kind of, Randy kind of knows a little bit of the the old Wayne. Um, I don't know old Wayne, man. I think we can't we can't we can't we can't bring back the old Wayne.
0: Listen, Maybe. I, I want to point out one time. I'm sorry, this is so off topic, and I apologize for this. That's okay. But, but when we we went to see a Monday Night Raw, we were sitting on the floor. Th- about four rows from the ring, we get there. Wayne turns to the crowd and starts chanting, let's go Red Sox. Let's go. Oh, yeah, no, no, I don't like that way. <laughs> and so, and then I just turn around and start going, let's go Yankees. I get the whole crowd going, let's go Yankees and booing Wayne. And I mean, so, I felt accomplished. I
1: did my job as a heel. Exactly. You're a boy, are you're, you're the vanilla guy. Wayne is the, he added color even though he was rooting for the wrong team. I,
0: listen, I've never been so. Were people booing me, uh, I never felt so insulted by doing the right thing before.
1: Listen, you're the boy, God, I'm gonna give you a merit badge. Don't worry about it.
0: We worked that I got your merit badge right here. Show started by the
1: way, <laughs> that was before the show started. We worked with that crowd. <laughs> it, it was probably about uh, in those two sessions, it was probably about <laughs> two, three thousand people sitting in the seats already.
0: I'm telling listen. you. I, I I enjoyed being I you know what that was one of those moments where I enjoyed being a babyface. I'm not gonna lie. Well, you enjoyed all the, <laughs> the time. What are you talking about?
1: There's not a heel bone in your body. I try though. I try to uh, to to corrupt you.
0: And apparently, apparently, I wasn't. Apparently, I I. I, I channeled my inner Bret Hart a couple weeks ago right in the beginning of the show as I dropped I Listen,
1: I recorded it and I've showed it to so many people. I, I It was like one of my uh, moments. It was like a, a dad like seeing his baby son for the first time. I was like, look at what I did to Randy. I made him curse on a live, on a live podcast.
0: Keep it up. Keep it up. We're going to have it for a second time. We're going to see a repeat. Yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Express versus the
1: Elite. During the match, we see FTR sit at the bar with Hangman. This was uh, pretty interesting. We'll get back to that in a second. I know you guys want to say something about that. We will get to that in a second. But during the match, we see FTR sit at the bar with Hangman. Great back-and-forth match. Uh, how about Marco's Stunt with the Destroyer? My goodness, somebody's career easily could have been ended there had they messed that up but it was beautiful it was well executed thank god and it had me pop out of my couch omega wins with the one winged angel on marco's stunts and gets the pinfall omega snaps for a moment and beats on marco's stunt for a couple seconds before Luchasaurus and jungle boy come to the save um, all right, guys, have at it. What did, what did, what did you guys uh, think of this? So, uh, so really quickly, saw a little tease of a heel turn and Omega kind of like tucked into him himself a little bit in the corner of the ring as uh the elite trying to calm him down and you know, you know, bring him back down to earth a little bit. So, what did you guys think?
0: I'll be honest with you, we talked earlier about match placement. This is the type of match that could have either open the show or could have been the second match of the show and probably would have fit perfectly. I had no problem with this match whatsoever. Uh, you guys said it before, Marco Stunt with the uh, Canadian Destro- or With the Destroyer. We don't call it the Canadian Destroyer. We call it the Destroyer. And I listen, I enjoyed the match. It was fun. Em and I say it every single time we watch. Jung- jungle, uh, jungle Jack Perry is uh, improving every single week. And uh, Luchasaurus is... Has always been solid, Marco. This was the first time I really watched Marco and enjoyed it. In fact, we had a moment in the store where even M was like, "Way to go, Marco!" And then he did the floss dance, and Mark M goes two seconds later after I'm like, <laughs> "This is my dude. I really love Marco, man." And the damn
1: bastard does the floss. It's like, why? I just gave you props last week that you didn't do the floss anymore, and it's awesome that you don't do the floss. And literally. Not even a week later, you go and mess it up, Marco. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> well, listen, he took some big bumps because of that. He's Good. taking some big. He, he's taking some big bumps. Like if you think about him versus Lance Archer, like that from from a couple of weeks ago, man, he's he's rugged. Like he's rugged and he's taken a lot of abuse. But to his credit, he's you know he's not. Listen, he's never going to be world champion. Okay, he's but like he's going to. He's there to, and in some sense, entertain. He's doing a great job. And he really sold me um, uh, that he can really move around that ring last night. And I had no problem with this match. And then the stuff with Omega in the end. Look, Omega had a pretty frustrating night. He had beer poured on top of him. and he deserved. and deserved. And and not only that, but he's, he's finding out that his partner's sitting there hanging out with the guys that poured the beer on him. And and then they have a the whole well, He thing. didn't
1: find that out yet, I don't think. Yeah, he didn't find that out yet.
0: Okay, he's gonna find out that his tag team partner that he's is hanging out with the guys who poured the beer on him. Look, I I think Omega needed something because we've I've said it on the show lots of times. As, as great as a, a wrestler Kenny Omega is around the world, I don't think we've gotten that pre- presented to us in AEW.
1: Yes, of course we haven't had that New Japan Omega yet, which I think we're gonna get there. Mm. I think we're gonna get there eventually. Yeah. I agree (laughs)
0: wholeheartedly.
1: We will never see that. On top of that, he is uh, wrestling while he's hurt. Is he really? Yeah, he's he's been uh, had some nagging injuries throughout. I mean, most of these guys do. I mean, and then that's one of the things you have to like. One of the things that pisses me off about people is they they sit there and say, "Oh, wrestling's fake." Wrestling's fake, dude. They're doing all of this normally with nagging injuries, you know. It's like if they get hurt, it's not like they could take a lot of time off, man. You got to keep going. So it's all about momentum. So uh, you, you you see them constantly wrestling hurt, and, and you're you're throwing your body around like a sack of potatoes, dude. You're bound to have nagging injuries. But uh, I, I'll get back onto this match, and this match was exactly what it needed to be: is very high, uh, high spot, high impact. Uh and it, it was it was great. It was fun to watch. Marco was doing great till the moment he flossed. He hurt me badly with that man. It was like a shot to the heart. I just gave you props, dude. Stop it. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I, uh, and and before you say anything, I have to get on it. And now that I've addressed the match, uh, the dude uh hangman, he's in the bar with FTR. I yes, now, now didn't I call that about a week or two ago? I'm telling you, man. I'm you say that there's a possibility of what four, if four, Omega four, is the one that turns heel and uh, not But I honestly think that they're not going to go that route. I, I think that was just a, a, a to swerve us a little bit. Omega, I love Omega. Don't get me wrong, but he's a little too hokey for his own good sometimes. And uh, he, he over, over acts, and this looked like an act. It, it didn't look like an actual heel turn. It, was
0: like, more-
1: it, it wasn't a heel turn, but yeah. it, it could have been could have been um, maybe the start of one. Yeah, but I, I I don't buy it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love a uh, heel Omega, but then again, I mean, we're not going to get the Omega from New Japan. And that's one of the things that, that I, I constantly remind you guys. We won't have the cleaner. The cleaner's dead. Let me ask you this. New Japan probably has the rights to the cleaner name, but let me ask you this. Could we see Hangman? Could we see um, FTR and Sean Spears as the new four horsemen coming? I see that as a great big possibility. I, I would put money on that before I'd put money on Omega going heel.
0: Can I also just throw one thing? This is totally off of them. Back on onto-
1: blanche Blanchard watching all those matches, exactly. by the way, and he keep pointing that out. And breadcrumbs, man.
0: Yeah, I, I, one little thing too, and like we've been keeping hammering on this, and that does nothing to do with the Omega page thing. Uh, Jungle Jack Perry's got just getting better every single week, and I got to tell you something, man. I am enjoying watching him.
2: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere. Playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See
0: website for details. Grow as a performer. Uh, I, we, we were saying it last night. At some point, he's got to break away from them. And he's going to be something in to watch.
1: See but the thing is that you're still link- the, the way I see it because again this is my my opinion and probably not even a good one but you're still looking at it through WWE sunglasses you know or, or regular glasses not really sunglasses but or
0: wayne sunglasses
1: no wayne sunglasses but the <laughs> they don't need to break away from their factions. They can still exist within the faction and and, and be part of it and still be a singles uh, competitor. I think we're going to see one of the first ones do that with uh, Scorpio Sky, honestly. He's going to be part of SCU, but he's going to be a single competitor. I don't don't see them breaking away and him doing a whole, you know what, screw you, I'm on my own. I think factions are here to stay. I don't think people need to leave them to, to go on their own.
0: Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm rephrasing this. I'm okay with SCU being the tag team of Daniels and Kazarian because they're two older guys. Obviously, Daniels working behind the scenes as a talent relations and Kazarian is one of the trainers anyway. So I'm okay when those guys are out there just as a tag team and let Scorpio Sky be the singles competitor. I'm perfectly okay with that because I feel like Kazarian and Daniels are more, uh, have more continuity as a tag team anyway.
1: Here's one for you. Uh, I'll throw what I think should happen. I think Scorpio Sky should betray them and make his own thing. Hey, listen, you know what? You're a heel. You, you know what? Getting back to the rumor that was uh, brewing a couple months ago of the six-man tag titles. So right now, with these all these factions that AEW has right now, they're perfectly positioned to pull that off right now i could think of at least six seven uh factions that is running uh, right now in aew um so that's why probably why they're keeping all the factions together so they can maybe start this down the road maybe in the fall yeah all season i i and i still think factions are, are important you don't always have to leave the faction if you're going solo because you can always come back to that whole three-man thing and uh, one, of, one of the things that I enjoy, look, uh, New Japan did it recently. Uh, the, the guy who just won the championship, Evil. He's also a three-man champion. So not only does he have the, the, the world title, he's got the intercontinental title. And he's got the three-man. He, he's their first triple champion. Oh, and he joined Bullet Club, so... <laughs> Moving on, we got the <laughs> Nightmare Sisters. Oh, okay. The Nightmare Sisters, Allie, formerly known as Bunny for now, <sighs> and Brandy Rhodes versus Kenzie Page and MJ Jenkins. Allie gets the win for the Nightmare Sisters. Little slight dissension. Maybe they're trying to uh, get used to working with each other. Uh, uh Dustin Rhodes reluctant to raise Allie's hands. A uh, couple things going on, but nothing major here. Um Allie and uh Brandi Rhodes get the win four and together. Their first three matches were in AEW Dark. For those of you that are watching that didn't know, um I didn't know that they had three matches together because I have not watched the dark yet. So you know, tonight you know it was kind of like a new thing to me. Dude, I I actually love women's wrestling. But that reminded me of the times where I would watch WWE and uh, that was time to go to the bathroom or get popcorn if I was in a live event. That was a Divas match. And yeah. why yeah. Why did you guys do this? So I don't want to see this tag team. They're all green. They're I, all green. Right I now. like. I like. Even, even Brandy's green. Yeah. I like Brandy. I like. Uh, no, not that. That's <laughs> not Brandy. 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 I, I like Brandy, not Randy. All right. I don't like you, Randy. I want to see tears. Yes. Tasty tears. Anyway. So. Strike your butter.
0: Hey, so, hey, hey, you got this. You didn't get the full thing. So we're good.
1: Thank you. No, but I, it, it just reminded me of stuff. I, I don't want to watch. Uh, I'm not really sure why this is a thing. I gave them uh, the benefit of the doubt when it was the Nightmare Collective. I'm not... I, you already swung and missed with that. I'm not about to give you uh, the the benefit of the doubt on this one. I'm sorry. Like I, I should have got up and peed because I really needed to. And uh, I was too busy telling uh, the guys how much I hated this match to realize that I had to pee. So, but it was over. Yeah, and I missed my opportunity, so I was very upset.
0: Yeah, they were all they were all green. They were all green. Can, can, can I? Can I? It's I was one of those things too. You know how like you always say in WWE, like with, they had these bra panties matches and everything, yeah, and everything like that. And, and the old the old expression was, and then the bell rang. Mm-hmm. This is that situation, and then the bell rang, and then yeah. you're watching, it and you're like, like you're you're telling me MJF is getting bumped off the card and not doing anything because this is on it. Really? You
1: know what's funny is that you and Albert told me to go take a leak and by the time i realized that that was a great idea it was over and i missed my
0: opportunity yeah again i'm just saying you're you have great guys who are not on the card but this is yeah uh, listen
1: i I will (laughs) tell you this other up until this match that uh took place Women's wrestle has actually been pretty good lately. No, exactly. My at point. All, this is on, what I'm trying to say on all brands. Everything, everything's been great. And then we had this, and I was like, holy crap, I just took a step into the 90s. Like, th- this is where I'm at. Like, I, I and I hate to bring it back up, but I should have peed. I should have gone to the bathroom because this was the perfect opportunity. I think the the commercial, and I, and I hate to say it, but I think the commercials were a little more
0: entertaining than this match. This was bad. I was waiting for Lawler to yell puppies, puppies during this match.
1: Yeah, that's what I expected. I expected you to scream that. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I really thought you'd be like, puppies, puppies. You love that old WWE stuff. So I expect you really just like. Talk just about for, the, for a just, while.
0: Uh, just for the record, this isn't about me. It is it? It's not I, about me. It's man. about it's about heel Wayne. I love those glasses though. Yeah, why wouldn't she be well, wearing sunglasses you know, at night? You know
1: what? I'm a little jealous. Like uh, I don't have cool sunglasses like that. It's like for the same reason that wrestlers come into and lit up arena on the inside and wear glasses. Nothing different here. You know what's funny is I used to wear glasses when I wrestled, but it was pretty much because I was
0: nervous. Are you nervous, Wayne? Not at all. <laughs> this part, this portion of the program about glasses and everything you need for video games over at Level One Games in Pompton Plains, New Jersey.
1: I'm still wearing glasses at the store, so nobody can know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. We had the Nile Rose interview, and M. To your credit, you called it. Woo-hoo! You called the possibility of Vicky Guerrero. Really? The new manager, and as soon as she came out, I'm like, "Are you freaking kidding me, dude? I jump over this. this no, is no, crazy this crazy is This is exactly what we needed, man. Listen, th- th- there's two things. Her, her voice is annoying. I can't stand it in I, real life. She's a very, very down to earth person. Great I mean, person, character. Her I character can't stand exactly it. It. I love it, and the fact that they, I they don't like it. It, listen WWE missed out they could have had her back they could have had her doing something hokey over there I honestly think that she should be here working with new talent and new storylines and her excuse me I, I can't do it because you know I have a nice voice but uh you know like it, it's great to hear her man she's iconic and uh I, I, I dig it. I dig it. I saw it from a mile away, and I'm happy that uh, I, I I was right because this had to happen. Because the moment that she came on AEW, WWE blackballed her. She wasn't allowed to use their wrestlers for a podcast. They, they weren't going to use her to show up on their show anymore. So it's like you, you might as well just use her at this point. It's like she needs a job. This is a paycheck, and, I, and I'm happy that she got it. I'm gonna. I look forward to her cheating and, and being annoying and 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 raspy. I like it, Randy. What do you think, man? I, I'm so excited,
0: Vicky. It was it was the logical choice. It had to it, be it, like something that you and I had been talking about weeks ago when she said when Nyla first said manager. We were like, it's, gotta it's it got to be Vicky. It's got it's got it's got to be Vicky. And the problem oh, was it could have been. Well, not only that, but you're not going to... I hate to say it this way. And I'm not trying to sound like a jerk by saying it, but... thought you well. You're not going to have a, a, a... You're not going to have, like, Tully manager. Why you're not, not? going to... Who, who else are you going to really bring in to do it? And not only yeah, like that... you have Tully? What? Why couldn't well, she have Tully? And that just doesn't... That, that doesn't... She
1: could have had it. It wouldn't have made sense, but uh, she could have.
0: Well, that's to say... That's almost like having Aaron with Cody. It's not really making sense. They're trying to, you know, make chicken salad out of you-know-what. But at the same time, look, it's, this is this is the perfect fit, and I'm looking forward to seeing... I'm just looking forward to seeing where it goes. Because I honestly think she's got a lot of momentum now. I think so, yeah. So you take her momentum and also take Britt Baker's momentum, and then you have Sheena's momentum. It'd Very interesting to see where they're going with the division. Obviously, you know, Baker's going to go with Swole as soon as she's back. So that's gonna take a little while with her to get back into the title picture. So they're probably to go Rose and Sheeta as far I'm, as next.
1: I'm I'm cool with because she's that's absolutely she's, happening. Yeah, uh, Sheeta had the match with uh Ford, so it's not like it's an automatic re- rematch. Because I'm so against the automatic rematch. That, that's okay. one of the things that annoys me.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. So,
1: so I'm looking for Vicky. Vicky, if you hear this, you're doing great.
0: We love- Vicky Guerrero, a v- show v- favorite.
1: Show v- favorite. Yes. Vicky, if you hear this, listen, I love you as a person. You're very respectful in person when I've met you. But you got to get off the camera, please. No, oh, Vicky, stay, baby, stay. You're a natural. Excuse
0: me. Excuse me. <laughs>
1: did, you, did you hear that? Uh, actually, did you hear the remix of her song? Yeah. Like, <laughs> eh, eh, Yes. <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I jumped out of my seat. Right, Randy? I looked like a, a monkey. I was just jumping on the seat. I was like, I told you. I told you it was Vicky. You know, I I went all ape, dude. I, I was genuinely an ape yesterday. All I needed was a, was a banana, and I could have been at the zoo, man. I, I really lost it. It was great. Moving on. Yeah, the AEW's title match. Jon Moxley versus Brian Cage. And we talked about this in discussion last week of ways that they can get around uh, this match with an ending that won't hurt Brian Cage. We've discussed about the possibilities of maybe Brian Cage passing out uh, without tapping out or getting pinned. Um, but we saw a pretty good match. We saw some good things out of cage. We saw some excellent maneuvers by John Moxley. He pulled out some Brazilian jiu-jitsu stuff. This guy's been training in a jojo. Couldn't believe it. All right. Then the match ends with Taz has- Throwing in the towel as John Moxley has the arm bar. So all those submission mo- moves during the match was the build up to this moment of John Moxley getting a win because Taz throwing in the towel to end the match. The commentators were telling a story that Brian Cage is coming off bicep injury. John Moxley is working the arm all throughout the match. Yes, he was. And Taz throws in a towel, and the commentators are telling the story here that uh, they need to protect protect the uh, long term health of Brian Cage, knowing that he's been injured and was out five months that delayed his debut. So, what'd you guys think of this?
0: I I, had, I liked it. I thought the match was was fine. I th- we like we've been saying, you had to find a way to make cage looks strong but not win the championship so you have taz throwing the towel remember the ftw champion you know it's it, it was the ending was a little hokey and of course now you're looking back and thinking back oh, okay very hokey and then you look back at uh moxley's promo from earlier in the night, saying he was going to go after the arm. And then he's like, there were some really nice little, fun little spots there. Like, for example, when he puts him in the arm bar and then Moxley looks at Taz and gives him the finger. Like, I was getting a kick out of that part of it a little bit. I know M thinks that stuff's a little hokey, but you know what? Taz helped build this whole feud with Moxley and did a nice job with it. That they left the door open. So if they want to go back to it, then it's not going to be over. The tension now between Cage and Taz for Taz throwing in the. Towel, but Taz's response is, I am, you know, I'm protecting my investment. It was what it was. It was a, a decent match. Again, I didn't think these two guys were going to have as much, you know, I think they had a little bit better of a match than I thought they were going to have. But there's also there's not as much chemistry with these two guys. Them.
1: You know, I like Moxley. I really, really. Oh, listen, it was their first time together, though. That, that's fine. But this title reign is leaving a lot to be desired. I I got to the point where Agreed. I'm, I'm starting Agreed. to go, you know what? I think you've had your run. It's time to give somebody else a chance at, at, at being champion. He's so much better without that belt. He he honestly doesn't need it. And to prove my point just a little more, it, it was like sticking the knife deeper into my stomach was when Darby Allen came to help him out. All right.
0: Moxley. You got say, so angry with that. <laughs>
1: Moxley used to say I need no one in my corner. And then now that he's chapping, he's like, oh, oh, thank you, man. You, you you really saved me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I can't do it, but <laughs> I'm always gonna try. <laughs> So we see Cage, we see Brian Cage knock out Moxley with the FTW belt. So you're thinking that they're probably going to continue that on this feud? Uh, the lights go out. And when the lights come back on, we see Darby Allin on the top rope with the skateboard, jumping off the top rope from the corner of the ring, uh, decking Brian Cage with the skateboard on his way down, knocking Brian Cage out. And then you see. Darby Allen coming to John Moxley's age. Uh, John Moxley and Darby Allen standing tall in a ring as AEW goes off the air. So uh, it looks like we are going to get Darby Allen and Brian Cage probably within the next couple of weeks, or maybe it's a setup for um, August. I guess it's called All Out, right? Yeah, is that right? All Out. Okay. Yeah, all I'm gonna go with that. Okay, okay. So all out. So all out. Six weeks away. So do they plan a match? So do they plan ahead for six weeks, or do they put that match on within a week or two? I guess, uh, to to be determined for sure. See, go ahead. I'm I'm sorry, Rand. Yeah, I think I took your your spotlight.
0: Look, we, I think from an overall perspective, if you look at it from fighter fest and what we've from double or nothing. And the other things that we've been seeing from AW, I think fight of the fallen was a little bit of a miss. I think it was a little bit of a miss because it just felt like it was a little all over the place. Darby <laughs> Allen coming in the way he did. And like, like M said about Moxley, I felt like this was a little bit of a step back for everything. And they the, the only question Lucy, you have some explaining to do next week. They have to write. They sort of have to write the ship, and maybe let's get this. No, you're not teaming up on me. Don't even try and do that. I'm. 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 I just want to let. So i going to throw this out there. I'm going to. I'm going to break the fourth wall. Okay, we're going to call the watch, and we have our own private chat. And yeah. And so and your, they're, uh, like, they're yeah. like, oh, we're going to gang up on Randy. No, you're not going to gang up on Randy. Oh, because that's I'm going to call it like it is. I'm going to call that's this wall. like it. You and me are like oil and water. I'm always against you, dude. <laughs> I, I can, I can go with I can go with Evan and say, "Look, the sky is blue." He's like, "No, it's not. There's right. white up there. There's yeah. white up there. It's actually, black. It's, it's the <laughs> reflection of
1: uh, the light rays." Blah blah. I'll, I'll I'll come up with something. Yeah, and I'm,
0: and I'm the tweener. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah. Well, like Wayne is the biggest tweener. He's, Wayne's the guy who's like, "Well, which guy should I? Oh, well, what's who's going to exactly. like me a little bit more? All right, yeah, I'll go that way." So, so look.
1: Before you finish, man, because I I, I didn't even tell you that the match was okay, but that that ending left a lot to be desired. Yeah, I watched that he was constantly going for his arm, man. It's like he said in the beginning of the the show, I'm going to go for his arm. And damn, it's like he did. He went for that arm. He was like a a dog with a bone. And uh, that wasn't that fun to watch, honestly. It's like. Don't tell me what you're going to do before you do it. I want to be surprised in the moment. It's like, oh, my God, look, you know, he had a, a bicep tear. And, oh, I get it. You're, you're building that up. But I honestly think that was a really big mistake. If you're trying to make this guy into this monster, don't tell me how, like, undoable he is. Don't tell me how, like, he he he's, he, he has a bad bicep. He, you know, he can rip it at anything time what the hell is wrong with you You just told me he was the machine the other week you can't be a machine and that vulnerable, week the week what the hell it's one or the other either he's like a terminator monster he's doing he's doing uh he's picking people up and 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 do workouts in the ring with them but watch out he might he might hurt his pec don't do that don't ever tell me that he he has to be careful
0: and the one thing that you said before, too, about Moxley and his run as champion so far. It's done. Yeah, like you and I, when he won the belt, I told you how big of a mistake it was to take the belt off of Jericho at that time. I understood
1: um, it at the time.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I like Jericho, I would have liked to have seen it go turn it into eventually work it back to Omega Jericho 3. You
1: know what? But I think that that's that would have been too obvious, and I had no problem with Jericho dropping it. Like I said, if it had to happen, it had to happen. But I don't know Moxley as champion. I can't buy him. The, he becomes a nice guy. When the hell? It's like, oh, thank you for helping me. That that really killed me. It's like the dude. You won't
0: the, the, the chase for him was more interesting than the run.
1: And and that's the thing is that there's guys that chase that their their thing is to chase. The chase is the, the greatest.
0: Well when when
1: is that that can be champion when to be a champion then just you know i don't know man he just doesn't have that whole championship quality i i he's very vanilla as a champion i just when, got a fr- i just got a message from uh, a friend of the deep six pro wrestling podcast show uh carlos he says before we uh, finish the podcast to mention that Moxley had to work the arm. It's ring psychology. You know what? I don't agree with that because the whole time. Uh, 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 right. Let's I say, mean, I mean, listen, they, they, they already booked themselves into doing that. But that's the problem. Don't come out and tell me I got to work the arm and then go out and work the arm because it, it, you're telling me you're also telling your opponent that you're going to work your arm. Do You don't think he's going to plan for you to go after his arm. It I uh, in itself is, is going against psychology. It's I like, think, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Wouldn't you block your face before I punch you in it? You would think you don't want to get punched in the face.
0: I'm trying to figure out why you want to punch me in the face.
1: I mean, I always want to punch you in the face.
0: That's man. not nice. Huh. Uh, look, look, I think the first mistake was, was booking the match as quickly as I did, even though it was delayed two weeks. I think that there was bringing Cage in during that ladder match was one thing, he should not have won it. Then the build should have been bigger. So they sort of booked themselves into a corner just like they did with Brody Lee because you see how much steam Brody Lee has lost since the match with Buxley. So
1: I've given them the benefit of the doubt plenty of times. I did it with Archer. I did it with Brody Lee, and I said, hey, wait. Archer's time. another
0: perfect example,
1: by the and way. Let's see what happens. You know what? It's been how many weeks since the last pay-per-view, and not much has happened since. So I'm starting to lose faith that maybe you shouldn't just debut a guy and shoot him to the to the front of the line. Why are you doing this? Because then he loses, and it, let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade. That was a sucky loss, and it was one that we saw – Couple of months ago with with, with Cody and uh, MJF thrown in the towel, so we, we saw repeat there again. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a storyline and repeat it, let it be years, not a couple of months.
0: And then not only that, but you said something that was very 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 clear too. Archer lost a lot of steam. Mister Brody Lee, Mister Brody Lee, see that I remember. Uh, he lost a lot of steam. MJF was the hottest heel in the business right after that match with Cody, and he, he he's still a great heel, but he's cooled down. Of course, he's,
1: of course, he's cooled down because if you're undefeated, why aren't you at the front of the line? Why is everyone skipping him? And he said it in a promo. I didn't want to believe it, but I gotta get like after seeing the way that everything's been played out, where Brian Cage comes out and they uh, uh, let, let, again, Carlos, you, you're you're somewhat right with the psychology, but right after the match, his arm is fine. I mean, if I'm wrenching your arm that much and for that long, play it off a little. Yo, work, yo, he worked my arm. You know, like sell it. He didn't sell it, he just got back up and started whooping uh, uh Moxley some more. So yeah. uh, to to sit there and you're gonna try to make the whole towel throwing realistic or whatever, you did a you did a piss poor job. I'm sorry. Again, I, I was, and, and you know, what, I wasn't a fan of that. I actually, you know what? I would have not the way, the way that cage was booked up to this point. Uh, I, you know what? I would have took the title right off of John Moxley and yeah. uh, give cage a try and see, see if it works. Yeah. And I then mean, let Moxley would and then it would have been kind of in comparison to what happened with Brock Lesnar in 2002, the way yeah. he came on the scene, got the mouthpiece and went against the rock and boom. Honestly, right they, they there, three months. The only logical thing they could have done in this situation yeah. was have Moxley lose, because yeah. then up until last week, I thought that Brian Cage was going to be uh, the guy to beat him, and then they and then Taz has to come out with his FTW about like, oh I didn't but, think that Cage would win, but I hoped, I hoped that they sh- they would see. Far enough that you know what he needs to win it. We we booked ourselves into it. Let's not give a hokey ending. And this was a hokey ending. No, no ways around it. You know, like I, I I I I was really cool with MJF doing it because he screwed Cody. This felt way different, man. And and to sit there and say, well, I had to protect his health. The dude's a machine. All right. He doesn't have all He's a machine. He was he, he was he was promoted so well to he he you, can't you, there and make him Superman you and, and complain that you can't shoot him. Superman bullets bounce off of him. Pick a direction, man. Pick a direction. Stick with it. You can't and have again, it both ways.
0: Again, the, the biggest problem, I said, like I said, they made is booking Cage this quickly into that match. You should have little. I think if you would have had the build of him coming in, wrestling matches, having Taz keep calling Moxley out for a good while makes the anticipation bring a little a little bit longer. Not having him win that ladder match right away, but the well, also-
1: for everybody else before he gets to the title because even calling him out and building into anticipation. What was the excuse of Moxley not coming out? You make Moxley look like a you know a punk. So yeah, well, you
0: I and but, but right now, we're going back and doing a lot of armchair quarterback. They should have done this, oh, <laughs> and, and, but, but it's not, a poor ending. That's why we're not, we're not, we're not wrong. I'm just saying, too, at this point now, you have to say if it all comes down to now what happens next Wednesday, where's K is Cage and Moxley still going to continue, or are they, are they just going to sweep it under the rug and then go on to the next thing? If they sweep it under the rug, going to the next thing, that is the worst booking I've seen in a long time.
1: I, I see them going with Darby Allen next. Well that's absolutely happening. Uh, Darby Allen is uh facing Brian Cage. That's evident. Yep. Speaking of next week, we get the TNT title match. Cody Rhodes will be defending the TNT title again. Uh we have the hang uh, we have Hangman Page against his, uh, against 5 of Dark Order. We have a couple of uh females that I can't recall seeing on TV. Uh I will, they have been on dark okay. Uh so we have Iva versus uh Diamante. So we have two women that we have not seen on live TV, but they will be uh on TV this week. So let's see what we get out of them. Hopefully a new opportunity. Um AEW's gotta work on that women's division. They're on a good path right now. Um but uh, let's see what we get there. And then we get the appearance of MJF uh, next Wednesday night on Dynamite. Uh, we have the Young Bucks versus Butcher and the Blade in the Falls Count Anywhere match. Um, yeah, should be pretty good. Uh, we'll see what we get out of that. And then we have the Jurassic Express versus Hager and Jericho. So, guys, I want to ask you, uh, before we get into our last segment, uh, where do we go from here?
0: We have I hope
1: it's until all
0: out. I hope not a lot of uh, Cassidy and Jericho, but sadly, I think that's the road we're heading. Um, one of the big things I said to M too, I was like, you know, they did this whole thing with Tyson a couple weeks ago, and then it hasn't been really bought back up, and now I'm seeing interviews with Tony Khan saying they're working on getting Tyson back. But they I said think,
1: that
0: from yeah. I like here's the thing. Like you guys said before, Darby Allen and Cage is probably a the way they're going to go. I think they got to do something with MJF. You know, I, I, maybe they're saving him for the live crowd. I guess, you know, that's that's my guess at this well, point. Well,
1: I told you guys that MJF should have a title run later this year. Like I'm, are, August, I'm, I'm talking August, November, uh, somewhere in the fall season. So I think that's probably where they're headed.
0: Moxley's Moxley's run has been a disappointment. And he, I think there's that thing of someone being over without having to get the belt. And being special without the belt that's moxley's mox that's it's Moxley to at because up until he was feuding with Jericho he was fine he was fine when he was not in the title picture Jericho seems a little lost he's having he's having good matches with guys but he just seems a little lost that there right, without not being around in the main focus of the title picture
1: I don't think he's lost I, I just I hope he doesn't get stuck. And that's what it seems like they might do. They might stick him with, uh, with Orange. I don't know if it's Tony Khan or if it's Jericho himself. Because remember, Jericho comes from WWE. And some, some habits are hard are hard to, to kill. So maybe he's doing that where it's like, oh, you know what? We're not done. Be done for a little bit. And then revisit it. There, there's no reason. I, I, I honestly don't want to watch this week to week. It. it like I said, you, you're gonna start to overexpose uh, Cassidy. One of the things that I think a lot of people like about Cassidy is the mystique. You know, you don't see him every week, and and then when he do, he doesn't do too much. He does just enough. Don't get it to the point where he's doing too much. And this week he did too much with the whole. He did the orange juice. No man, come on. It's like you guys are much, much better than this. There's too much talent. For- in that ro- on that roster and in that room to think of some, some something better than this and 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 trust me this was not it may have popped some people but I honestly don't like the direction it's going. I think what you got to do with Orange Cassidy is leave him off TV next week just to uh, prevent the overexposure. You could have Jericho acknowledge once again uh, that he's pissed off at what happened last week. And let, let him, go, him go. let him go, let him go about his business, and then you know Jericho can say you know he's going to get his payback eventually, uh, and then you could revisit it in about three three weeks or so, just to kind of uh, let it simmer down a little bit. Exactly. Or even hurt Orange Cassidy next week, take out his leg or take out his arm or hit him in the head. He starts bleeding, something, but it can't be a weekly thing.
0: Yeah, uh, look, I think Cassidy. Just showing up, remember a couple of weeks ago during the f- week one of Fighters Fest when Cassidy just sat at the announce table, didn't even say anything, and Jericho's exactly. getting getting annoyed with them. That was awesome. Yeah. The minute, the minute Cassidy starts addressing issues and doing things like that, it's everything what Orange Cassidy is not. And, and- this was clearly,
1: I'm going to address this issue by dropping orange juice on you. Please. Yeah. That's not
0: true. I personally, my, my favorite Cassidy moment so far has still been. In the ladder match, he just tries to reach up, and then he doesn't even pick up the ladder, stands yeah. on the stands on top of the ladder while it's on the ground and trying to...
1: Yeah. How do I get it? It's like, how do I win this again? And th- That was great, and, and and that's what I'm seeing less of right now.
0: And not only that, but M said this to me a long time ago because I've considered Cassidy a little bit of a comedy act. He said, wait till you see this guy get into the ring. And then when I saw him against Pac, I'm like, I... Look forward to seeing him in the ring so much more, and he had a good match against Jericho last week. Great I, match. I, I'm okay with one and done, but that's the and
1: that's where I was. I was saying one and done is good, and if you want to do this again months down the road, that's cool. Revisit it, but don't make it a weekly thing. And the thing that that's great about when when Cassidy actually tries is that it's not weekly. It, it's every once in a blue, he'll turn up the 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 volume on his character and he'll fight back. But it can't be every week because, then, the, again, the mystique is gone. We know what he can do. The whole aspect of his character is that he surprises you with what he can do. A guy like that that's lazy shouldn't be able to, to fight as hard as he does. So let's keep that to a minimum. You know what I would like to see? I'm afraid that you, you guys remember that Orange Cassidy skit with Ards Cassidy falling asleep in the ring and then the other yeah. Mets or whoever it was was you know was trying, trying to like trying to be so quiet and yeah. trying to get the pinfall. Yeah. And you see cassidy's sleeping that was good <laughs> they need to do that with him and this exactly. if they, i don't know if they can still do it with the jericho field like how do, how do you get to that point but that would be great yeah that that was classic and that's what i keep telling randy is like don't sleep on this guy he's got the talent but don't overexpose this character, and that's my biggest fear. Through all this, is that you're gonna you're gonna see him so much because he's a ratings draw. Keep the mystique there, man. That's to why he's a, a a ratings draw. Well, that pretty much wraps up our AEW talk. We're gonna do one last segment. No, this isn't peace out of time yet. All right, all right. You said it was done. <laughs> Randy, starting with you, highs and lows for wrestling this week. It could be anything across all wrestling brands. Let's go. Uh,
0: honestly, I uh, you'll, think, you'll think I'm crazy for saying this, but I honestly think that for me, the high point was something that we haven't really got, been able to do since I you know late February, beginning of March. Is not just watch wrestling, but I was able to watch it with my buddies. You know what I mean? Like I have not been able to really been able to enjoy watching wrestling while I had the kids running around and, you know, having to watch it live and then have to watch it a second time through just so I can be able to make sure I didn't miss anything. Cause I, had, you know, I love, I love the, the kids, but at the same time, you're not know, able to focus and being able to go to, to level one games in Pompton Plains, New Jersey for all your gaming needs, uh, you know, being able to go there and watch it with M, and be able to have a conversation about it while you're watching it is is something that's not being able to replace. So I think for me, my takeaway from the week, my good, my my high is definitely being able to go watch it, uh, watch it with M, and being able to just take it in and enjoy it. the The low part for me, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, the, the, this show to me was a miss by AEW. It was a it was the first time I can honestly say, from top to bottom, it was not the best show for them There's I think every match they had things could have been better they could think some things could have been paced a little bit more they had Cody Rhodes and Allie as much as we big, I think we're all big fans of seeing them on the show then the bell rang and um, I that had no place on the show and what bothered me even more was watching those girls in the ring and seeing some of the guys at ringside even saying like why are we not on this show right now so that to me was the low point.
1: You know what, Randy? I did I did enjoy watching uh, AEW with you and, and and Albert. It's always a great time. We we get to discuss it. We get to laugh. But another high point was the fact that pro wrestling came back officially this weekend. All right, we had the New Japan Cup with people in attendance. All right, we had over three thousand people watching it. I I didn't think we would see this in 2020 again, where there's a an audience watching professional wrestling. It felt great and the show was amazing. And then the ending happened. And I don't know if you know Wayne, but someone new joined Bullet Club. That was I my, heard. that was evil. And I lost my my mind. I I I, I really <laughs> I, <laughs> And what's weird is I didn't see it coming. I should have because his name is Evil. So you would think I would, I would go, you know what? Um, yeah, that that, that guy's going to turn at any minute. I didn't see it coming. And uh, if anything, I, I honestly thought he'd go with suzuki Goon. I didn't think he'd go with Bullet Club, but he did. And then he beat Naito f- for the double titles the next night at Dominion. Again, with people, over 3,000 people in attendance. It's a good time to watch wrestling, man. Let me ask you, with uh, Japan having 3,000 people in attendance, do you think <sighs> there is hope for uh, what? WWE or AEW to have some crowds? You know, maybe packing out about- a quarter of um, a stadium or a quarter of Staples Center? I shall be 100% honest. I have zero. 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 <laughs> That's how much hope I have to see wrestling in the U.S. with people again this year because we don't know how to wear our masks. Wear our masks and we can have wrestling. We can go to events. These people did it. It's great. Wear your damn masks. I'm tired of this whole quarantine thing. I'm tired of being like, I'm done with it. Wear your masks. I want to go to live events again. I want to see wrestling live again. Wear your goddamn masks. I, I fully agree. I mean, we still really, really we don't have a full hold uh, of coronavirus. The doctors, you know, they're, they're still learning more. Scientists are still learning more about this each day. We do not have a grip on this just yet. Um, so, you know, we, we got to take precautions. And, uh, I mean, for instance, I, I drove near uh, a bar uh, over in uh, Patchogue uh, by me and um, it's kind of like a you know a village with restaurants and stuff like that. I look over, everybody's in the bar chilling with no masks. Exactly my point. It's like but how are we ever know. gonna people wear the masks? Yeah, how are we gonna get to a point no. where we do fun things? You need to take a sip or a drink? Fine, go yeah. for it. Right up, slip the Break mask, take your drink, and then and, and then, then put your on. mask back on. But- wear your masks. I'm I'm really tired of the quarantine. I don't want to be in the house for another three months. I will jump out this window. I swear to everything holy and unholy. I cannot do this again. So wear goddamn masks. And Randy, let's to- Randy will be the landing pad for you. you will not- uh, he's he's gonna have to try to catch me, me, man. I'm, to catch I'm gonna to hit that pavement because I cannot do this again. William. Masks, so we can go and do enjoyable things. Do not be idiots and go to, to, to the beaches or whatever the hell you're doing in Florida. I, I love you, Florida, but what are you guys doing? Until we fully know about this virus, we need to take precautions. You know, it's not not that you're losing freedoms or anything like that. It's, it's not exactly. It's it. we just need to take precautions. Things should no. open up. Everything should be open up, but we'll take the precautions. One thing that I used to love when I was a kid was ninjas, right? I always wanted to be a ninja and you know what? I grew up to be a ninja and I listen, get now you pants. all the time. So if that's your thing, put on a mask and make believe you're a ninja. You're a ninja, you got ninja powers, just wear your mask so we can, you know, watch some wrestling live. That would be great. We'd, we'd get all listen listen to, to the to the wrestling fans. And uh, I used to hear the rant all the time. And I actually enjoyed it. You know, wrestling fans need, need to wear deodorant. Put on some deodorant when you go to a wrestling event. Deodorant, deodorant in 2020. it's Put on your mask. Put on your mask and take a shower. Take a shower and put on your mask. Those are the two <laughs> things you need to do. And we can go back to watching wrestling live and hanging out live. It'll be great, I promise you. You want to get back to normal, be a ninja, take a shower.
0: So- <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's I, I, I have it's to ask this question. Who, things, who, who, who thought we were going st- to we do the show today? You're going to hear the words, be a ninja and take a shower. <laughs> exactly. You got you to keep it original, baby. So
1: there's three things you need to do before you get out of the house. Take a shower. Put some deodorant on and, and be wear masks. masks. Be a ninja. Be a ninja. There we go.
0: <laughs> that is the greatest t shirt ever. That is the That's going to be my new, uh, new t shirt. I'm going to sell it at level one. Be a ninja. Wear a mask. Wow.
1: Unbelievable. Who would have thought we'd be here, right? In 2020,
0: talking about being ninjas. This show's gone off the rails. I'm I'm almost 40 years old, and
1: here I am like, I'm a ninja now. (laughs) I am a ninja.
0: Check, please. (laughs) Well, that wraps up Week (laughs) 12. (laughs) Get the get the damn hook. <laughs>
1: I believe this was episode twenty three. That wraps up week twelve. That wraps up week twelve. Episode twenty three. Can you believe we are? um a I don't know of the year through with the with with the podcast. Right? I don't know
0: if we're gonna get week twenty four after this episode. I'm not gonna yank
1: it. It's like no no ninja talk. No, we may not have any viewers next week. <laughs> yeah. the... Listen, no, we will have viewers. If anything, we'll have more viewers because everybody loves ninjas. Show me one person who does not like ninjas. Please. I'm waiting. Even Randy likes ninjas. Don't play me, man. Listen, like- I-,
0: I, I do.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> awesome. Randy was probably one of the ninjas on Raw that's been running around every single week. All right, we don't like those ninjas. All right, you you got me.
0: (laughs) I I think Ed can vouch for me. If we had to think which one of us, between me and Wayne, was going to be dressed up on Raw as a ninja, I think there's a very good chance that Wayne will be the ninja. (laughs) he would be the ninja
1: with sunglasses, all right? (laughs) (laughs) To those of you that are listening, (laughs) and if you like what you hear, we are also available on uh, YouTube give us a like give us a subscribe if you have social media give us a share for those of you uh, that are watching just let you guys know if you don't listen <laughs> on a podcast we're available on Spotify iTunes and Google Play if for some reason you cannot watch I gotta a- get a t-shirt into- <laughs> the sh- uh, week for uh, the audio so that's Google Play Spotify and uh, iTunes um and randy i am deep six and trademarking that it's gonna be, <laughs> be a sex shirt that's for
0: sure we're gonna get we're gonna get shirts that say be a ninja
1: <laughs> and get them at level one games
0: and level one games baby to
1: those of you that are watching we will probably have a uh no don't know for sure yet so make sure if you're listening give us a subscribe because if we do a wwe extreme Rules post show. You will know about it. You'll get the alerts. This way you will not miss out. Uh, we will do it just for the subscribers. That's, again, the stream rules only available for those who are subscribed to our YouTube channel. So don't miss out on that. We're trying to get you as much content as we possibly can during this quarantine season. So we got a busy weekend coming up. We will be back on uh, Monday night discussing uh, Monday Night Raw. We will be back with M and Randy next week at this time, discussing AEW Dynamite. Till next time, fellas. Randy M, thank you so much. Randy Z from Back Sports Page. M, the Heel God from Level 1 Games in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Thank you guys for hopping on. Be a ninja. And we will talk to you guys very soon. Thank you for watching and listening. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Edit.